Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging, the podcast where you and your church will find answers to the difficult questions that arise as we grow older. On behalf of Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams. I'm glad to have Derek Tam with us on Biblical Perspectives for Aging this week. And Derek is the administrator at the Ashland campus. And Derek, before we get into some of that and and everything that you have going on there, could you just introduce yourself and share a little bit about what led you to follow the path of serving senior adults? Sure. Um, Yeah, I'm so I'm Derek. I'm the administrator here in Ashland, and I started in, I guess it was last June. Um, I took over for our first administrator who retired, Um, but I honestly, I had no idea I'd ever end up in a role like this, Um, (laughs) but I grew up on the West Coast um, in outside of Seattle and actually in Hawaii when I was in high school, Um, but growing up, I had, um, I was really fortunate. I had most of my grandparents and great-grandparents were alive, and I ended up developing really strong relationships with with actually quite a few of them, and um, some of them are still with us, but several have have passed on by now, but that, I I ended up kind of getting started um, working with with seniors, actually through them. Um, I was, I ended up joining the Gideons when I was in my 20s, I was working in a law firm as a paralegal, and I ended up joining as probably the youngest Gideon in the in the area um, okay. because my grandpa was a part of that organization. So I ended up working alongside of him and just ended up finding step by step along my my career. I've found it it keeps coming back to serving serving the senior community. Um, I ended up working for a while. And then I went on to seminary and served as a pastor for a while in rural Indiana. And uh, I liked a lot of different aspects of that job as well. And the thing that I keep coming back to is it was serving the seniors. That was really the enjoyable part. Um, I used to go visit some of the, sh- the shut-ins as they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd go travel around and some of the best afternoons I had were actually sitting there having a cup of coffee or tea, talking with some of these folks who, who hadn't been to church in a long time, um, but just having that wonderful conversation and experience there. Uh, so then I ended up coming to the Baptist home and did um, advancement before this, um, but I've, I've just been nothing but pleased with working with our seniors. So very, very excited about that calling. Well, good. That's great. Well, thanks for sharing that. So as I mentioned uh, just a moment ago, you are the administrator at the Ashland campus, and that is the newest campus for Baptist Homes and Ministries. Can you share what makes the Ashland campus unique? Uh, Obviously, apart from where we're going momentarily, because you have a lot of new things, but just in general, some of the things that makes the campus unique across the different locations? Sure. Yeah. So Ashland is, I, I like to think of it, it's the best combination of 100 plus years of experience combined with innovation that we've found actually largely based on that experience. So we've taken a lot of the lessons that we found at our other three locations, and now we've put them into practice here. Um, We've got a beautiful location, which actually isn't unique at all. If you go to any of our campuses, you get these these beautiful um, areas, lots of space, um, nice homes, but in Ashland, we've got, we're right, right next to Columbia and Jeff City. Um, so we're 15 minutes away from each. 
And yet we're in a little small town called Ashland and our next door neighbors to the north, it's, it's farmland. We've got woods and creeks on both sides of our property. Um, so you can be in Columbia at Walmart or Lowe's or any place you want to go in 15 minutes. <laughs> and yet you can walk outside and you can see deer in your backyard and you've got turkeys. Um, you got everything like that. And so my favorite thing is I'm, I'm, my office has windows out onto a roadway and I watch the residents as they walk around the loop because we're, we're at the end of the road. Okay. Uh, and so they're out enjoying the sunshine, especially today. It's just beautiful. And so Ashland's got this nice rural feel, even though we're right next to the, all the amenities you could want. And then at the same time, we're updating this campus to all of the modern access control, for instance. Um, I just actually got off a, of a phone call right before this with our new, uh, the company that's going to provide access control. So it's all electronic fobs for entering and leaving buildings. Um, each resident is assigned to certain access. Other areas they, that they don't need to be in, they don't, they don't have access to that. We have staff members, we can do the same thing. So our cleaning crew can get where they need to go without bothering somebody. But at the same time, if there's an area that they don't need to be in, they, they don't have access to that. And we're, we're excited as we're incorporating some of the technology while still keeping the, the Baptist home feel. So we're not, we're not going so high tech, we lose our uh, contact with our residents, but um, it's kind of a fun combination there. I think the, the most important thing, though, is even as we're incorporating some of these new ideas here, we don't want to lose what we've gained over 100 mm -hmm. years in Baptist Home. So I'm, I'm confident that residents will find the same level of care that they've grown to expect with the Baptist Home. Okay. Well, I, I can I can tell the energy in your voice. You know, you're excited about uh, some of the new, but obviously, where you started in, in the first question about your background with your parent, your grandparents, and great grandparents, and such. Uh, that there's there's a nice feel uh, both ways on that. So, well, besides the newness of technology, uh, there this is a new time for an old organization, if you will, and for your campus to a degree. We're recording this interview just a few days before the grand opening that's going to take place. And this will air just a few days afterwards. Uh, but so could you take just a, a little bit of a uh, little bit of time to share what is going to happen on April 1st? Sure. Yeah. April 1st is a big day for us. Um, it it's a milestone because it marks the end of the independent living phase of our campus, which is something we've been working on for uh, actually for about five years now. Okay. Um, and it's, it marks the start of the building of the skilled side of, of care for us. Um, so what, what we're going to have um, is a ribbon cutting because our apartment building for our congregate living apartment building will open up. And so we'll have um, 12 new units come online that day. We've already got half of them are spoken for, but we do have some more room. Uh, but we've got folks moving in. And so we're doing a ribbon cutting with the Chamber of Commerce in Ashland. And then at the same time, right after that, we're going to step across the street into the open field across the way. And we're doing the groundbreaking for our skilled side of things. And, and actually, I shouldn't say skilled side. It's the assisted living intermediate care and skilled uh, okay. that we're going to be building, as well as the Duke Nelson Chapel 
um, which will be kind of the, the hub that those, those other uh, levels of care are based around. Uh, so it is going to be a busy day. We've got people coming in. We have our, our trustees will be there, hopefully, as, as many as can make it. Uh, sure. I know some are doing it by Zoom, but we're excited to have people come in for that. Uh, we're going to have cake and we're going to make a big celebration of this because this is a milestone. This means at this point we'll have one, two, and three bedrooms available for independent living. And then, of course, this is also the first step towards getting the rest of the campus built. So you said five years, approximately five years on getting the current independent living section set mm -hmm. and, and now completed. Uh, and, the, and that is part one. How long do you estimate that the from the groundbreaking forward on these three different areas that you're bringing together in the chapel as well? How long do you project that to be, Derek? Yeah, we're... Our, our best guess at this point is about a year and a half. Um, we're, we're shooting for third quarter of 2022. And uh, at least so far, things are going really smoothly for that. We've got um, our plans are, are in fate uh, into the city of Ashland. So we're, we're working with them. And we're also working with the state with the certificate of need process. Um, and everything in both those areas has gone really well. So we're at the point where we're, we're ready to start actually working the ground and setting foundations and all that. So we're, we're hopeful that that third quarter 2022 date is a, is a realistic goal. Well, good, good. So obviously going forward, there's going to be some challenges that, that are unknown at this point that, that are going to come up. That just happens. But let's reflect back. Uh, what are some things, some of the challenges perhaps that you faced either personally uh, or as the organization, the Baptist Homes, uh, that as you planned and waited for April 1st to come? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we've been through a lot of things here. You know, for a new campus, um, there's been... A, a design change that we've gone through. And, and that's reflected because there has been a leadership change here. The initial, the original um, administrator is no longer with the project. He's retired after many years working for the Baptist Home. Um, and also we were under a different president back then as well. And so um, we've, we've revisited a lot of the original ideas and we've taken what we hope are the really good parts of that plan and then they've made some modifications to that, um, that that reflect experience that we've had at other locations. And then also here, as we've, you know, we've had residents living here for a couple of years now. So we've taken all those things and our whole plan has, has changed a little bit. Originally, we had this idea that we do a bunch of small homes uh, for our assisted living care. And the idea is wonderful um, as far as getting to know each other very well. So we like some of those aspects, but then there's some other problems that we were facing. Um, that, and I think this winter was a great example. It was so cold and we had snow on the ground. And in the idea of, of leaving those small homes to go to a church service, mm -hmm. uh, the chapel, uh, if it's a standalone building, it, it just became difficult logistically. So in the process of trying to work with all this, we've, we've been going through some growing pain. So we've, we've made modifications to our plan. Um, and that's, that's always a difficult thing as you're, as you're taking your master plan and adjusting it. But I think we've done well with that. I hope so. I feel like we have the leadership and the, the board of trustees and, and even the convention behind us in a way where you can feel the energy and, 
and the push to complete this project. Um, at, at one point, we, we were kind of waiting here. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know whether we'd want to continue at full pace with building or, or back off. Okay. And we've had nothing but excitement for the project, which has been wonderful on my end, at least, because I, <laughs> I get to see all the work going on around me as I look out the window. Um, so that's that's been tough, uh, dealing with some of the changes there. But I feel like we've come to a good place now. And a lot of just looking back over the, the work that was done um, over the last five years, roughly, Ron Mackey, who, who was our director of advancement at the time, likes to tell the story about coming out and looking at this property the first time and he, he was wearing a suit and it was snowing and he, he walked all over the place because it was perfect. And then I know that from there, it was one step at a time. And at one point we had this place looked flat as a pancake. There wasn't a tree left on the place, oh, wow. no grass. And we knew it was progress, but you looked around and you're like, oh, I really hope this comes together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. now, now you look around and, and it's starting to look um, actually quite beautiful again. So, yeah. So as, as the new buildings begin next week or theoretically this week with the groundbreaking and such, uh, you mentioned that you, you, your windows, you're able to look out and you're able to see uh, the, the residents walking around the circle and stuff, but the uh-huh. new uh, the new facilities will be across the street. Is that within your eyesight out your window? Or are you going to be able to get a, a real-time look day by day? Or are you going to have to walk out the door down the hall and, and be able to see that a little bit? I'm, I'm fortunate. I've got two sides, uh, two windows that I can look at. One looks towards the existing set and then the other one is pointed right towards the new project. Okay. <laughs> so all okay. I have to do is swivel around behind my desk and I, I should be able to get a good view of what they're doing for the day. Yeah, that well, that with the, like I said earlier, Derek, the energy that you have, the, the excitement, you can just hear that in your voice about this, and and so I think that will allow you to keep uh, a little bit of energy under others as you're able to look out your window and and continue to see that. So so that's great. So as as Ashland, uh, as you said, you already have some people that are ready to move in. There's some more room in the uh, facility that is just completed. But what does this overall expansion of the Ashland campus mean for current residents and or prospective residents uh, at that location? Yeah, well, we've gone, we will go from 20 residents to um, anywhere from 30 to, to 35 residents, probably, as we fill this new building up. And I'll when you start to think about it that way, you realize you're, you're almost doubling your population. So there'll be growing pains there too. And and hopefully in a good way. Um, Actually, I'm finding a lot of the new residents already know somebody here because word of mouth is spread enough that they're, they're inviting their friends to move in, which is a wonderful thing for us um, because we know they get along already. But as, as this is growing, it also means we can expand our staff a little. We're, we're actually in the process of looking to hire a campus pastor um, and we're, we're, we're working on the details, but we're hoping that they can come on board sometime this summer. Um, and there would be an element where they might also do activities for our residents as well. But right now, because we're, we've been small, I've been doing a Bible study once a week, which is, which is really nice to get together, but it's, it's not the same as having a campus pastor here, of course. Sure. And so I'm excited for that because that means that the level of spiritual care is going to take a step up as we go through this. 
And then also we've been trying to do a once a month social activity, which has been lots of fun for everybody. Um, but I'm excited to see that that grow as well, especially now that the weather's gotten better, people are getting out more. I'm, I'm excited to see how that plays out. We have, we have lots of space at our office, so we have folks come in here. But in this new apartment building that's, uh, that's opening, we have a large common living area and kitchen that's available to residents to use. And like if they have family come in or if they just want to go out and visit. But I also see that occasionally we may do activities there um, and go enjoy. Uh, we, we did St. Patrick's Day, for instance, last month. So go do a, an event there instead of at our office. Um, so I, I'm excited to see what that looks like as we start to add in some more staff and we can do that. Thank you for joining us today. In the next episode, I will continue our conversation with Derek Tam as we continue to discuss all that is happening at the Baptist Home facility in Ashland, Missouri. Biblical Perspectives on Aging is brought to you by Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, a ministry committed to setting a Christ-like standard of care for the aging. For more information, go to thebaptisthome.org. That's all one word, thebaptisthome.org. Together, we can be the voice for the aging. Thank you for joining us for this interview today. Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries has provided Christ-like care to the aging since 1913. To learn more about the biblically informed resources and solutions provided by Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, go to www.thebaptisthome.org. Again, www.thebaptisthome.org. You will find links to previous podcasts, a growing number of church resources, and detailed information about residential and long-term care communities. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams, asking you to be a voice for the aging. Thank you.